You're listening to the Project Purpose Podcast, the show where I interview my friends and discover what it means to live a passion-filled and purposeful life. I'm your host, Mitch Beard, and I can't wait to share this incredible journey with you. If you like what you hear, make sure to check out our YouTube channel where you can catch the latest videos with all of these incredible people. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode of the Project Purpose Podcast. guys uh welcome back to another episode of project purpose um i am back with katherine long and today we're gonna kind of talk about her journey through um her rediscovering her joy of cooking yeah actually it's just gonna be really interesting so um yeah let's go way way back um katherine and i have known each other for a super super long time we were what third grade third grade third grade um, and we've actually managed to, you know, keep in touch all the way through high school and into college for me. And as yeah. she's continued working and doing really cool things. So, um, that's been really, really great. Um, I remember, you know, through elementary, middle school, high school, even, you know, there was, your family is, loves to cook, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's generational. Mm-hmm. It's something that like kind of we grew up doing. So yeah, it's always kind of been a part of that. That's yeah. our love language. That's what we joke about at home. Because mm-hmm. every time anyone comes over or anything happens, we're like, oh, we'll feed them. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll make them dinner. We'll mm-hmm. bring them, like, some shortcake or something. That's yeah. just kind of how we always loved people, so. I totally, yeah. my my mom's side of the family is the same way. Um, she always talks about, like, her, her grandmother, I guess my great-grandmother would always, she had a restaurant at some point, I think. Oh, really? And so she was always cooking, you know, even when, they kind weren't at the restaurant. Um, I think it was like a pub. That's cool. Like an Irish pub, I think. Nice. So um, I just found out like a week ago that my great grandfather owned a bakery in New York. Really. During the the depression. Wow. Yeah. That's. Cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. And my mom told me that the other day, and I was like. So that's where you got it from. That's, that's where it where is. It's it. in my blood. <laughs> Never met the man, but. Yeah. Carrying on his work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, my mom has always been, you know, if any friends are over, she's always has food out, you know, and yeah. that's kind of how she grew up. Her, her great-grandmother always said, always, always have too much food. You can never have too yeah, much, and you can just send them home with leftovers. And so that's been a big part of my growing up, too, has been yeah. food. I yeah. think, like, just throughout like history and all the cultures there are like food always exists as a as a love language you know Mm -hmm. like the act of like cooking for someone is something that's like it's just an act of care yeah and And i mean it's become such an art at this point too uh which i think is really really interesting um yeah so talk to me kind of about your ideal future for in food Maybe revolution is the right word. Revolution mm-hmm. of local use. So much of what, especially here in America, so mm-hmm. much of like the food that we encounter and we get yeah. is like mass produced and so commercially mm-hmm. available everywhere. Yeah. And it 
doesn't it, it does harm it's really harmful for ultimately for the economy and for the planet and for our, ourselves health wise mm -hmm. so i think that the best thing that you can do for your community and for yourself is to shop locally as much as you can yeah and i think it's important for restaurants to reflect that and to support their community in the way that they you know get their supplies and their products yeah and it also kind of gives back and it also represents the the culture of where they come from mm -hmm. and like the people and the land and i think that's really important yeah so i would like to see yeah just locally sourced it's probably the best thing that yeah. you can do eat local eat local yeah small business small businesses support small businesses yeah farmers markets almost everywhere in america every state there's a lot of um produce and farm raising there's a lot of crops and so almost anywhere mm -hmm. you are you can if you look you can find a local farmer mm -hmm. to get stuff from yeah it's kind of gotten like a hippie reputation mm -hmm. to feel like that but like animal cruelty and mm -hmm. it's really serious and when it comes down to it like a pig that has lived a stress-free like happy healthy life mm -hmm. just tastes better <laughs> than a pig that's lived in a very yeah. stressful very short very like mm -hmm. pressured life and yeah and it makes a difference in a lot of ways yeah for sure if you had a dream restaurant dream restaurant like what would what would it be what would you serve well i i love washington i absolutely love the pacific northwest and the cuisine cuisine here i think is really it's really hard to define so it's very fluid and it has a lot of different influences throughout mm -hmm. the generations that it's been developing. Yeah. Uh, but most of it kind of revolves around the coast and mm -hmm. the land. Yeah. So a lot of seafood. Lots of seafood, yeah. A lot of uh, produce crop, produce orchards. Mm -hmm. A lot of that, like filberts, cherries, apples are all very big staples of Washington State. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, pro it would probably be a seafood-based seafood based. Seafood based restaurant because okay. that's just what's available. Mm -hmm. You know, you go to a coastal coastal town you gotta find there's gotta be seafood there's gotta be a good there. seafood yeah you don't place, go to yeah. a seafood place that's in like ohio well the thing with seafood like what I would think, be your thing though my thing yeah like your i mean i don't want to say gimmick but like gimmick would just be just what would absolute, be the special thing about the it? absolute best freshest product that you can get okay and for seafood that's really all you need mm -hmm. so when you that's what makes seafood different i think from like kind of other meats other meats if you have like a cut or mm -hmm. a product that's not great quality or it's kind of old you can mm -hmm. mask that with certain ways with the way that you mm -hmm. make it yeah and you can't do that with seafood like if you've got old fish yeah. it's gonna taste like old fish doesn't matter what you do with it yeah so i think it's really telling and it just takes there's... a little bit of skill and aside from that mm -hmm. the only other factor is the quality yeah because even with like i feel like there's quite a bit of seafood that you know like if you were doing sushi or yeah. you know a lot of tuna dishes <laughs> because like you know you're you're dealing with raw fish and yeah. if it's not fresh the you know, standard is a little bit higher mm -hmm, yeah then like if you go to like an ivers mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and what are you doing you want to talk a little bit about what you're doing right now while you're working or yes uh right now i am working at a cafe in marysville washington it's called wander coffee bar and eatery a little shameless plug <laughs> it's been like a really big learning experience especially really for someone because you were pretty fresh out of high school at that point too right yeah i was 
had graduated like the year before. I was fresh back from Portland. I was living mm-hmm. in Portland as a, that's right, a that's welder right. <laughs> for six months. And I quit there because I realized that. I, I studied that in high school. It was welding mm-hmm. in metal fabrication. Yeah. That's what I thought I wanted to do. And then I got out of high school. And then I worked doing it for six months. And then I was like, nope. We were always, the entire we were, time I was there, all I was thinking about was, man, I want to be in a kitchen. We were always we were always wondering that. We really? were like, why didn't Catherine do like the culinary arts route? Because like That's we were like, this is definitely more Catherine and we were always like welding Difference. like I guess. But I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It was a good experience, honestly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have traded it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean I'm back. <laughs> it was rough. Like all the guys. You're like I an was, old man. I am an old man. You go to sleep at like <laughs> Nine o'clock. I do. I'm tired. Those six months changed me. <laughs> they did. Like all the, I was there and I was all the people that I was working with were like these cranky old guys in their fifties and mm-hmm. they had like metal hips and like uh, bad knees and just bodies covered in scars and they were just like, miserable. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't got that in me. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. So, yeah. No, came home and I came home right when. The place I was working now was just opening up mm-hmm. by some friends of mine. And so they offered me the opportunity to kind of manage the kitchen and help it, help set it up and kind of create it. So yeah. that's cool. That's really cool. I liked it. It's pretty exciting though. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for <laughs> being here with me, kind of talking to the masses. Yeah. Um, all 20 viewers. Um, thank you guys. Um, but yeah, it was really good to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's about it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, We'll see you next week.